Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Young, Beautiful, Successful. It's a podcast about Ariana Grande, and I'm your host, Gabby. Hey, guys. I know it's been so long since I made a new episode, but I basically just had to take a mental health break. One year, the pandemic has been rough, but I feel like there's finally some hope at the end of the tunnel, some light at the end of the tunnel, as they say. And we do have a lot of Ariana news to catch up on. So today, the topics for today will be collab season, as I have been calling it. We'll be talking about the Ariana and Demi collaboration, the Save Your Tears remix with The Weeknd. And then, of course, we have to talk about the biggest announcement from Ariana so far this year, which is her new gig hosting or not hosting, being a judge on The Voice. We will dive into that, and then I will touch a little bit on the new POV dance video, which just came out. Excuse me. So, um, before we get into the topics for today, I just, as always, thank you so much for your support. Best way to support is to make sure you're following at Ariana Podcast everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Ariana Podcast. And if you're listening and take a screenshot, post on your Instagram story, I'll repost you on the at Ariana podcast Instagram. I'll retweet you on Twitter. I love seeing all of you guys listening when I drop the episode, so I really appreciate it. And then, you know, I'm always begging for reviews. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you have an iPhone, if you can go to the Young Beautiful Successful page. You scroll down and you're able to leave a review, preferably five stars. (laughs) And my goal has been to get to 100. I'm so close, you guys. I'm at 97 ratings right now. So I'm going to shout out everyone who leaves a review once I make it to 100. Only three more, you guys. So if if you are listening and you haven't left a review, just be like, wow, I could really help Gabby get to that 100 review goal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm done begging, but again, I really appreciate you guys. Let's get into today's topics. Let's start with talking about Demi. I have talked about this already a little bit on my TikTok. As soon as Demi signed with Scooter, I thought it was probably only a matter of time before a Demi and Ariana collab happened. I don't know if I expected it to be this soon, just because I feel like when you have the same manager, it's pretty like easy to make happen. And I was wondering, you know, Demi in this new era with being managed by Scooter, um, kind of making a comeback in her career in a sense after having a pretty tough go with her battle with addiction. I thought, I don't know if maybe like she'll want to wait to like have that boost from a Ariana collaboration. Like maybe she'll want to establish this new era on her own first. But I actually think this new album for Demi had a lot of huge collaborations. There was a Sweetie collaboration, Noah Cyrus, Sam Smith, 
Um, so it was kind of like she pulled out all the stops <laughs> um, to really make this a big, um, a big deal album. And it was also happening at the same time, the rollout of the album happening at the same time with her YouTube docuseries, Dancing with the Devil, which basically goes into the last few years of her life. Um, for those who don't know, Demi did overdose in the summer of 2018 and um I want to make sure I got that date right yes it was in 2018 and um it was very scary like she was very close to death as she says in this documentary she did go to rehab and when she left was basically like I need new management um, and so that is what happened. She ended up signing with Scooter and Ariana was a part of that. Um, basically Demi had set up like a meeting, one-on-one meeting with Ariana to talk and, um, Scooter is in the documentary on YouTube and basically says like, we were going to take the meeting like to be polite, but we thought we were going to recommend someone else. But then we ended up deciding to take her on and it seems like Scooter in the documentary is kind of shown as like the savior. Like he's almost like a father figure, I guess. Like he's there for her even when she relapses, he stays with her. Um, So it seems like she's definitely in a better situation management wise. She had Demi had what sounds like horrible, like very dark management before she was on Ellen. I remember, um, before the pandemic, she was on Ellen saying that she never had birthday cake for years because her old management was very restrictive of her diet and she would only have watermelon, like the fruit watermelon with fat-free whipped cream that was like shaped into a cake on her birthday every year like they were really restricting her and like all that restriction was like causing more like mental health issues and making her trigger her eating disorder and making her want to do drugs again which is very scary um obviously do not do drugs I will tell you right now it was very scary everything I've learned from the demi doc Um, but I will just share a few more of my thoughts about the documentary before I get into the song with Ariana. Um, the documentary is very dark and I almost, I felt very sad watching it. It's a very intense, a little bit depressing, I'll say, um, just to warn anyone who hasn't watched it yet. Um, I grew up with Demi, you know, obviously I watched Camp Rock, Princess Protection Program, like I feel very connected to Demi and, um, in the same way I do about Ariana and I think people younger than me who grew up watching Ariana on TV more than I did feel the way, feel that way about Ariana even more than I do. But with Demi, I just feel like I've really watched, like, I feel like I remember like the moment she became famous and I've watched the whole thing expand, like her whole career expand. And so I feel really attached to her story. And like, I, 
I feel like I have to know what's going on. But I do feel, um, I feel sad for her that all of this really traumatic information about her story has had to be made public. And I felt almost watching it like Scooter has now done these YouTube docuseries with Justin, a lot of with Justin Bieber, a lot of that story was also about how he's recovering from abusing drugs and alcohol in his past. Demi has kind of a similar story. And I almost was just wondering, like, does this feel almost in some ways exploitative that these young celebrities have to share these really dark truths about what happened to them and what they went through and it's so traumatic and having all of that be so public I just really feel for them I guess was kind of I would just if I went through something so horrible I don't think I would feel comfortable speaking about it in front of the entire world on YouTube and so I felt very weird watching it just because it was so personal she reveals um that she experienced a sexual assault and I just felt like I was really happy that she was able to speak about such an important topic and share her story and also the the way that she shares her story about how she's recovering from drugs and how she dealt with that sexual trauma um I thought was really enlightening because she she speaks about it in a really personal way that you can kind of you really understand kind of where she's coming from and um I think it was probably really helpful for a lot of people I guess that's what I'm saying and so I saw like the positive of like wow she's helping so many people by telling her story but I also just kind of felt like oh this is like the dark side of being a celebrity is like having having that feeling that responsibility of like I need to share my story even though that means you don't have privacy um and of course she didn't really have privacy to begin with like her overdose was on TMZ like I just think watching Demi Lovato's story and Justin Bieber's story I just think you really see like I would never want to be famous (laughs) on that level because it is so dark and it leads it has the possibility of leading people to really dark places um and that's really sad okay <laughs> so that's all I'll say about that if you watch the documentary let me know what you think um very very hard watch so I wouldn't recommend it unless you feel like me like myself like really connected to Demi like you want to know her story um but if you don't want to watch something depressing I wouldn't recommend it (laughs) um okay but let's get into the music so met him last night is the name of the Demi and Ariana Grande collaboration I will say even though as I said I grew up with Demi love Demi I loved Demi's last album tell me you love me and this album I don't love as much I don't know if it's really accomplishing everything that it set out to do I think 
like I said, I think it's a really ambitious album, like lots of collaborations with Ariana Saweetie, who's like one of the biggest female rappers right now, like um, even Noah Cyrus, like part of the Cyrus family and Noah like has had an amazing year and um, Sam Smith, iconic, like I think it takes some big swings. I also think the point of this album was more to share her story of everything that has happened. She does address on the album like her breakup. She talks about the watermelon cake that her old management forced her to eat. She talks a little bit about her engagement that fell out. And I feel like this song, Met Him Last Night, from my perspective, I think is about the engagement. Demi's, Demi also broke off an engagement, similar to Ariana, <laughs> and very publicized in the media. And this song seems to be about that to me. It's very, like, in my head, how I look on you energy to me. They talk about, like, the devil and, like, um kind of similar to how in in my head she's like I saw a demon or like (laughs) I saw an angel but he was a demon or whatever that line is um the song is just very dark and kind of spooky and Ariana's in both of in this Demi collaboration and in the weekend which we'll talk about next um Ariana's singing in a little bit of a lower register it's just kind of like darker and spookier so I will say I haven't really had met him last night on repeat. I don't love it. Um, I wished that they would have done something, I guess, maybe a little more upbeat or like something that really showed off both of their vocals a little bit more. Um, I just wish they maybe like just did a little bit more than like a little bit more than they did. Because um, I think Demi is such an underrated vocalist. I think my favorite song on the album is the title track Dancing with the Devil because Demi just goes for it like insane vocals um huge like range like belting like high notes low notes it's incredible and I just wish that Ariana and Demi had kind of showed off their vocals a little bit more okay that's enough about Demi. I know I kind of went on a long rant, but let's go to the next collaboration, which is the Save Your Tears remix with The Weeknd. So as we all know, The Weeknd has had an insane past year, most successful album for sure, didn't get nominated for a Grammy, which was insane, Blinding Lights, one of the most successful songs um, of the last year, and one of the most successful like Billboard songs ever, I think, um, was pretty much in the top 10 the whole year, I think, of 2020. <sighs> And Save Your Tears was one of the singles. Um, He performed it on 
definitely I think performed it at Super Bowl definitely performed it at the AMAs um so I like it it's not my favorite song in After Hours I love um Escape from LA and Hardest to Love Hardest to Love is my favorite song on After Hours but I thought the whole After Hours era was pretty awesome and visually amazing um with all the music videos and everything and the weekend and ariana are just a pretty incredible duo i mean i think all of their collaborations are incredible i've been obsessed with off the table i think it's a masterpiece on positions i think love me harder was such an exciting moment that really catapulted the weekend into being one of the biggest pop stars ever <laughs> and um I was really excited when they teased this remix and I think that this again like really shows off Ariana's lower register. The lyrics are really pretty in Ariana's verse. I'm not obsessed with it. Like I don't have it on repeat but earlier I was just listening to the regular Savior Tears and I was like oh I kind of miss Ariana's verse (laughs) so I think it is a nice verse it doesn't feel like a true like collaboration like it seems like she just sent in her verse and then they did a little music video it's all animated um and it's like creating like a robot version of Ariana (laughs) um and it's cute um not like a huge like collaboration moment but it was a nice remix I think and Ariana's lower register just deserves all the love it really does okay now our next topic is talking about Ariana on the voice okay so this was an announcement I would have never expected like if you had asked me like Okay, what are your what are your predictions for Ariana in 2021? I would have never said that she was going to be on The Voice. No. <laughs> I did not see it coming, but as I thought about it more, um I see some interesting like potential and some reasoning as to why she may have chosen to do this. And so First of all, I'll, I, I will say, so I used to love American Idol growing up when I was a kid. Obsessed with American Idol. I used to call in to vote. Um, and it used to be so different, American Idol, because it used to be Simon Cowell, Randy, and Paula Abdul. Paula was like the biggest celebrity, like an artist, dancer. She was almost more known for being a dancer. And then Simon was like the mean one who was a industry guy Randy I think was a producer um but they were known really for like except for Paula I guess they're known for like being American Idol judges or at least that's how it was to me when I was a kid um but it's changed so much um as like now on American Idol it's Katy Perry Luke Bryan Lionel Richie right like and the guy from Aerosmith was a judge in American Idol like we've seen more celebrities go into these judging roles which is kind of interesting and also the voice came like it used to just be American Idol was like it and then like in other countries they had like X Factor and um we had America's Got Talent but that wasn't always musicians 
but the voice came and kind of like really made a splash because the voice is all about it's not just what you it's not about what you look like it's about truly about your voice and the judges start with their backs turned and they turn around for anyone who doesn't know the concept of the show um that's how it goes is the person auditions all of the judges have their chair faced away from the stage and then if they like what they hear they turn around and sometimes just just one judge turns around and then they can decide I think they decide whether they want them on their team sometimes multiple judges turn around sometimes all of them turn around and then the person can choose which team they want to be on I've actually never watched a full season of The Voice, so this season when I watch Ariana, it'll be a whole new experience for me. I will definitely be tuning in. But what's interesting about The Voice is it's always like pretty A-list judges like Adam Levine from Maroon 5, Christina Aguilera has been a judge, Kelly Clarkson has been a judge, Miley has been a judge, Taylor Swift has like made some appearances like mentoring on the show um Blake Shelton who's the country singer um so some like I think John Legend Nick Jonas have all been judges so like it's always very A-list people um so I do feel like Ariana's in good company like I think a lot of times when a celebrity takes like a TV gig like this um it's kind of like oh like is it beneath her? Like I saw some conversation about that, about Ariana doing this. Like, why does she need to do this? Like she's so successful right now. She's at the top of her game. Like, why does she need to do like this TV gig that is like, has been people on it. But (laughs) like, I feel like that may be like the perception you might initially think but then when you look at like oh who's been who are who are the judges Nick Jonas Christina Aguilera Miley like oh these are actually people that are kind of similar to Ariana so I think that the caliber of the judges on The Voice is good and I'm sure Ariana is being paid extremely well there were some reports that came out that she's making a lot of money from this (laughs) I also think it's kind of to me I think a step in establishing herself as a mentor and as someone who is here to use the experience that she's had like she's been in the industry now for almost a full decade as a singer a solo artist she has a lot of experience she's done all these tours all of these albums incredible discography she's won a grammy multiple grammys now um And I think one thing that she will be able to show on The Voice is that she has all of this wisdom to give to young up-and-coming artists. And I think it'll, it's kind of establishing her as like an elder, like establishing her as someone who's experienced and can really guide someone, mentor someone. A lot of discussion from fans is also like will Ariana perform on The Voice like this could be something where on the finale of The Voice she performs and she announces an album who knows like she's gonna be on TV every week like that's a pretty like good gig in a way because it is still like even though Ariana like most followed woman on Instagram like It's also, there are some benefits to being on 
primetime TV every week because all these people are going to be tuning in. Um, it's giving her kind of this other opportunity for constant promotion of her brand and um, if she wants to promote something maybe she will and I guess my only other thing is just like I'm kind of thinking like what what's next for Ariana like I'm like I just keep saying like I'm always kind of like okay what's next like she's gonna be doing this movie on Netflix that's gonna come out later this year um is she interested in doing more movies? It seems like she's in this position where it's like you have accomplished the height of what pop stars accomplish. Um, num- all these number one albums, number one songs. Um, I was just reading that the Sweetener World Tour, she doubled the, su- the success that she had on Dangerous Women Tour. So like she's had all this growth in her career and she there's also like the stat with her tour sweetener tour like she could have outsold taylor swift if she had done more tour dates so like it's possible like she could have had the number one tour um of that year or of or i think like outsold the reputation tour which maybe was the year before but it's like she's one of the top pop stars in the world it's like taylor swift beyonce ariana so I think and I'm I'm saying like actively like touring artists putting out music which is why I didn't mention Rihanna (laughs) but I think that she has experienced all this success that now it's kind of like what do I want to do and maybe for her it's like I want to do this tv gig where I'm just in for a few hours each week and then I can go home and be with my fiance um or maybe it's like I want to just have more of like a regular schedule where I'm not going on tour all the time so I want to be able to make money um filming this show in LA where I live I don't have to tour and I'm still making a ton of money while I'm still in the peak of my fame like it might just be a good money business opportunity for her uh so I think it's interesting and I just wonder I just feel like Ariana's in a position where she can do whatever she wants. So I'm excited to see what what else she does. And I think we might see her doing some more things outside of music just as she's getting older. It's kind of my guess. Okay, last topic. So for a while, and I think I talked about this on my TikTok, the rumor has been that POV would be the next single off of Positions. There were rumors on Twitter like it was going to be sent out to radio I think it already has. I don't know. I don't listen to the radio. (laughs) Um, But she tweeted out this week that the POV lyric and dance video dropped on YouTube. Surprise drop. So the lyric and dance video stars Brian, who is one of the twins, Brian and Scott Nicholson, Ariana's longtime choreographers. And so it's with Brian and Corey, who is also a sweetener tour dancer. And the whole thing is just them two. And it's a very sweet video. It's kind of like interpretive dance almost. It's it's very intimate. It starts out with them kind of cuddling and then it goes into some dancing. And it's just like very, 
I feel like dance has this potential of just being very emotional and beautiful and moving and that's kind of what the choreography does and you just really feel all of the movement that they're doing and I felt very like emotional watching it and there's just something very sweet about it and I kind of liked that Ariana did this kind of unconventional I guess video idea that it was just dancers she's not even in it like it was just kind of unique and I just found it very moving so that's all I'm gonna say about that you guys should all watch it if you haven't already and I think that's it for today's episode um it was so good catching up with you guys let me know what you guys want me to talk about in future episodes of young beautiful successful let me know any guests that you would want me to have on I'm super open to whatever you guys are into send me your ideas and as always follow at ariana podcast everywhere instagram twitter tiktok if you listened all the way through take a screenshot post on your instagram story i will repost you and as always leave a review (laughs) if you haven't already follow on spotify subscribe on apple Podcasts. Uh, show your support i really appreciate it thank you guys so much and i'll see you next time for another episode of young beautiful successful bye peace Girl, you too, you so young